0: I want to remind you about a couple of things down in the podcast description before we get started. Yes, yes, this is the time to hit follow and subscribe, and we'll see you Wednesday, Thursday of each week. Uh, Meanwhile, I have been having a lot of fun creating visualization meditations from my heart for you, uh, and I decided I wanted to gift you a couple of mini meditations because sometimes there's not enough time in the day, and I want to remind you that there is. So I have one on parenting, one for fertility, and soon there's going to be one for your business, work, creating path. I have had so much fun, so I hope you enjoy them as much as I enjoyed making them. I also put a thank you button down below there, and that's just to remind us, to keep going, that you want to support the show, or whatever your reason is. And we put up a collage of all of you who we're thankful for on the 9th of each month up on social media, uh, and Instagram, and uh, maybe even TikTok. We'll see if we can figure that out. All right, let's jump in. Hey, it's Coach Ariel Anderson, midlife mom, transitions coach, moving you through what's important to joy and health and I say transitions as being important because they are so powerful, painful, full of grief and joy and growth and learning and sometimes we forget right that (laughs) this too shall pass. I have been there for now years Uh, there seems to be one transition after another transitioning through loss of parents, through issues that are happening inside of the family and, you know, becoming a parent, becoming a new wife, parent. Oh, I already said that. Well, you know what I mean. So that is is such a big part of my world. And I realized that, you know, we're talking about entrepreneurship and, you know, starting and working and pivoting your business. But really what we're constantly doing is we're pivoting. We're pivoting, we're transitioning. Sometimes it's transitioning simply from day to night or night to day, from sleeping to a waking state, from being mom to lover to dad to, you know, whatever it is, right? I'm thinking about that. I'm not sure why that's the thing that came up today. Maybe because I'm transitioning back in a direction that is another version of me the me that used to ride my bike all the time and be out in the world the me that wasn't in deep transition which meant that I often wanted a lot of time to myself and I connect in with you virtually and I've had requests this year to be live and I notice my body's response to that as a mom as a parent as a person as a coach and it's powerful and what does this have to do with you well I think a lot of us went through some pretty major things in the last years your version might be different from mine but it's very profoundly shifting meaning pieces of you are absolutely the same and pieces of you have been deeply affected I'm just assuming that maybe I'm wrong Somehow I don't think that I am. I think that it might taste a little different, but there's there's a similar flavor. And so as I'm sitting here and I'm in this space that I have created for myself inside of the house, inside of my world, inside of chaos and joy and laughter, whatever's happening in the house, there's this space where I'm sitting that is mine. And I share a corner of that with my daughter because... I see in the future a time of us both working together but separately. The intention is there. We're not quite there, but it's there. It's waiting. It's getting ready for another time. And there's times when we have, but right now this space is mostly mine and I hold it very sacred even though it's not always uh respected I'll come in here I'm like what are you doing my husband's like lying on the couch of of uh, my office and I'm like hey that's my space mister uh it's a funny thing you know it's a funny thing but there's something about needing this sacred quiet space this space that's separate that is needed for me and I'm wondering if you have that space inside of yourself inside of your life inside of your home Sometimes it's not possible to have that separate space. I mean, granted, this space is also the the guest room, the storage room. It's a lot of different things. Um, I'll be honest about that. Yet this is the place to grow things. And sometimes that place is inside of myself each day. Like I have my morning rituals. You know, a lot of people are doing their rituals. And are they long? Or are they short? depends on what your lifestyle looks like, what your ha- home life looks like. If you have kids at home, you don't. Uh, Parenting looks very different. If you are separated or divorced, you might have days off, weeks off, uh, where you have a very different version of life. And that transition between those things is, is so powerful. And I'm thinking about how I remember the, the, um, that tension around the transition between uh, you know, kids that are going back and forth in different houses. I didn't do that too much. I I slept at my home. I would be with my dad, but we didn't really do that overnight. It was not an option in our little um, constellation. And yet, you know, of course, unless there was like a bigger visit and then he was far away, so I would take a plane or a train or (laughs) something like that. I've been really made aware of this week, you know, the different... Pluses and minuses, you know, of that parenting together, co-parenting together, separately together. I hear the stories, some stories are only shown on the face, the expression, two words in a conversation. I'm still building my community here with people who we're, we're finding our way into trust and exhaling into feeling no judgment, where we can be really real. But there's a couple. There are a couple people who I'm lucky enough to be able to have those really real conversations because I've been on all sides. I've been the kid who was in the divorced family and the pain of that, the, you know, each parent having their other, a different version of what was going on. You know, there's always... One that's in more pain or less pain or more involved, less involved in what's going on. And usually it's the one that's moved on, you know, in their soul somehow that does better. And it's not always the one who's been left that is in the most pain. I have seen it many times where sometimes even when you're the one who was going to leave or who did actually leave, there's still a similar reaction to being left or being alone, and that emotional response. Maybe it's really just about emotional maturity or lack thereof, not to be judgmental. It's more about there's a way in which each of us as humans work with the world. But I remember my my bonus son, my stepson, and how there was a period where he would come every week or every two weeks. He had holidays, I swear, about every every 11 days or something like that, or once a month. I don't know. It was a lot. And uh, I remember that every time he'd come, there would be this tension of sort of like, he didn't like me. He wasn't allowed to like me. He was really closed up. He would be different. He was still coming out of being in a different place, a different set of rules, all of that. And then moving into the week or the weekend, there would be sort of a falling away of that, the understanding that he was accepted here and he didn't have to hate her to like me or vice versa, and that there was a a safe space. And uh, I get what it is to be super emotional and how that's difficult sometimes to keep that out of the conversation with kids, And yet that's kind of got to be our number one focus is working to have a place to exhale that not with the kids around whenever possible. We're all imperfect humans. I mean, that said, we have many ugly moments in front of Ella. It's just what happens, especially over the last years, like there wasn't any place to go. Uh, So looking at that transition between homes is what's up. I didn't know that this is what I was going to talk about. That's so funny. I I had planned, but then, you know, intuitively things move in a different direction. Maybe it's because I have a couple of friends in the middle of separation, divorce, and I've had some incredible conversations. It's stirring things up, having been the the kid in the divorce, having been the stepmom, you know, in the midst of this sort of tug of war with the kids and, uh, you know, being a mom, you know, biological or, you know, mom- of heart, however you want to put that, with the child that we've chosen together, uh, and who chose us, <laughs> it's uh, it's strong. And and being a coach on top of it, hearing the stories from clients, I my heart breaks to see how kids are put in the middle and how we can't somehow find a person or something. That allows us to have a conversation together or allows them, you, whoever it might be to have a conversation, to have a set of agreements, mutual expectations, that you can be angry with each other. If that's what needs to happen, you're going to go through your stages of grief, grief, grief. I don't know what that was. And, uh, it's because somebody popped up on my screen and yet We have to hold our children with that love that we have for them. I hope there's love for our children, for your children. And there might be a lot of other things too. It's not always pretty. I know that, especially as they get older and there's a lot of hormones and emotions in the room and learning how to work with those. And that's a thing forever. I have elders in my circle who are struggling and working with those things. Older doesn't mean wiser always, right? Younger doesn't mean unable to manage things. Sometimes you have some incredibly wise old souls. So just keeping intention. What is the intention when there is a separation of partnership, of Marriage, whatever you called it, can we agree that in this transition, which is uncomfortable and painful, and even for the person who chose it or who uh, is at more peace with it, it's still uncomfortable. It's still a loss, a failure, a breaking point, a tension point, an emotional, whatever. There's a lot there, and that's just yours then you multiply that between the two partners. There may be other people involved. If there was, you know, eventually at some point, whether it's what instigated it or it was later, uh, is later that uh, there may be other partners involved, allowing them their space. Yes, you're co-parenting, but they also are part of this. They are also parenting, becoming the, the nanny, the babysitter, the caregiver however you want to call it like a lot happens and they also are a part of this and finding your peace with that finding your way to do with do that allowing your children the space to love them to love you to love their dad their mom their whoever you're calling that person uh it's it's essential because we're responsible for those little beings those bigger beings that are growing and no matter their age, whether it's, you know, elementary school, high school, university, or beyond, you know, your parents are your parents. Your mom is your mom. Your dad is your dad. And there can be so many versions of this too. It can be a, you know, single mom or dad who, or parent who has a partner for many, many, many years. And then that person you know, you're moving on. There's that transition. There's so many transitions <laughs> inside of parenting and so many versions of it. I can't possibly put them all here in this podcast. But I wanted to say that inside of these things, like any other transition, is looking for where you can find your grounding, where you can exhale. Is that a friend, a therapist, a coach, a priest who? priestess, whoever it might be, where is your place where you can ground yourself to be able to show up in a conversation and an exchange of the children or child um, with as much peace and balance as you can? It's not going to be perfect. Yet, our kids end up Being peacekeepers, not telling the truth, um, feeling like they have to take care of one or both of the parents, and that's not their job. It's not their job. They don't need to do that. They don't need to grow up that fast, do they? I know there might be moments where it feels like there's no one else you want to talk to about it, but your kids, you know, your teenagers, you might be best friends, but not with that let them love their other parent, and not have to be involved in that way. I did not expect this. Uh, It's funny, I still get stirred up if I think about my parents. My parents still have tensions, you know, and I feel like there have been moments where they were more loving to each other, separate. Uh, I think my father is more willing to talk about things, sees where he could do better, and my mom won't really go there. She's, she's, she feels differently about things, for sure. Uh, and that's okay, that's their story. It took many years to get to a point where I could love both my parents with my own eyes and my own knowledge and my own heart in a way that was clear. And even that wavered at points. There were points when my dad and I were very close and my mom and I were very close and then we weren't for each of them. You know, as I go through my own process and I'm wondering for you, I don't know what your story is. I'm wondering how for you, your story has been in the world around transitions, around parents, around your own children or having been a child of divorce, separation, change, Transition. Today, as we breathe, take a breath together, right? Just exhaling a bit of that. Oh, I just felt a release in my chest. Oh my goodness. And I didn't even know that was there. And just looking at if there's any residual stuff. I'm noticing that for sure. And how you're showing up for your community, for yourself, for your own story. And seeing if there's a way where, when there's tensions with people in your immediate circle or your old partnership to have some empathy and to find the place where they can hear you and vice versa if you need to be heard. Find the way. And part of that is, you know, having that place to exhale, having that space to speak the truth, to be heard, and to, you know, for me, it's going to nature to recharge. Now, Ella and I are biking every day to and from school. And it's strong. I can feel it in my body. You know, when you work out again, um, you feel it differently. In a couple of weeks, it'll feel, my body will feel it differently. Of course, it's like 33, 34 degree heat. Uh, that's in Celsius. So it's like 80s, 90s, going up, up. Uh, and it's pretty full on going up the mountain or the little hill. Yet there's something that's moving. Because I'm in nature and I'm getting that 30 minutes to me. 20, 30 minutes to myself. I found myself singing today. It was nice. I don't get to sing that much anymore. Ella hates it when I sing. I love singing. I've always sung. been singing and for various reasons. That's my peace place. and And I feel more grounded and kind of calm right now. And I want that for you. Or the ones that you love or support. How can you encourage yourself or them to find ease and joy and health inside of your movement, your transition, your support, your holding space for self or others. It's powerful. Bonus family, family Uh, conflict, connection Hmm. know that you're in my heart there's a small handful of you that come to mind as I'm speaking this I think of R and C and other C and another R oh that's funny, you're both R's and C they're all R's and C's the ones I'm thinking of I don't want to say your names because I want to be respectful. I have so many people in my sphere all over the world. So I feel confident confident and comfortable to say just a letter since we have multiple hemispheres and and, uh, we talk virtually and um, you you mean a lot to me. And I hope today it's just a little bit easier somehow. Because you know that you're loved. We're all connected. Whether we talk or not. And. Your support community. And the ones that you support. Know that and feel that. Just remind them. Maybe send somebody a message today. Who you know has been struggling. And just remind them. That this too will become easier. Or different. And you'll feel it differently. They'll feel it differently. And I wish you. An incredibly beautiful day. Definitely grab the parent meditation if that's helpful to you or anything else that's down in the description and uh, good things are on the way. This is a transition into school this week. This is day three of school, thankfully a short day so I didn't have to come up with a lunch because I was way too tired to do that. Um uh, is getting up at 5 a.m. daily which uh, I'm working to not wake up at the same time but that has been difficult to not um, get woken up in our place but working on that so it's uh, going to bed earlier and getting up earlier Uh, not totally successful because I'm a night person and uh, yeah that's the podcast for this week and I wish you all the best I am going to jump back into my nonprofit impact uh, conference. And then I've got an accountability group meeting. And there's some things I want to do before that. My goodness. All right. So have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day, imperfectly or perfect, whatever that means to you. And uh, yeah, just keep going, keep breathing, and keep being you. Thank you so much for tuning in to our Imperfect Parenting podcast. We hope you found some valuable insights and tips to help you navigate the challenges of parenting, your path, and accessing joy and health. Remember, it's okay to make mistakes and take time for self-care. If you'd like to connect with us, jump onto Instagram at IP underscore parenting or Ariel Green Anderson on both TikTok and Instagram for fertility. If you're interested in learning more about anything you heard on this episode, be sure to check out our podcast description where you'll find resources for parenting, creating success in work and life, and even fertility, including a couple of free meditations, which I just had a lot of fun creating from the heart. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd be grateful if you'd share it with just even one person that you think might benefit from it. And if you wanna throw out a thank you and support this journey and this podcast, please consider clicking the link in the description that says thank you. And, uh, you know, we're going to put a little shout out to you every month around the 9th on our social media, just with a collage and uh, a little hey to you. Remember, it's okay to embrace imperfection and prioritize self-care. We hope you have a beautifully imperfect day out there. Thank you so much for listening.